He's a faithful God. He's a faithful God. He's such a good God. We, we just thanking Him. We are going to go into the Word of God and to zoom into prayer very soon. But we want to extol our God and our King. We want to adore Him. He is our God, a mighty God, and worthy of praise, worthy of honor. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord for the sustenance. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord for this one. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy today, for your sustenance upon our lives. We give you the glory, we give you the honor. It's our prayer that you will be extolled on high indeed, that forever your name will be glorified. Father, we thank you for our lives. As we go into the world and we come before you in prayer, Lord, we ask that your spirit will be with us, that your power will be upon our lives, that you will touch our lives even in the places that we need your touch. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. You are welcome, elegant lady. We are zooming into the word of God today. We are focusing on contending in prayer for our destiny. And our focal text is in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, and then 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. And so we are going to read 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, and then we will return to 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. Let us hear the word of the Lord in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. The word of God says, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. Hallelujah. Oh, you can shout hallelujah. This, this text is a precedence to what God wants to do in your life today. And in this season, where we are engaging and contending in prayer for our destiny. Destiny is that eternal portrait before God that our lives must eventually roll into. We, we have to roll our lives into that portrait that God has before him since before time began. And we are reading in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, how the people of God, if they so choose to humble themselves, to pray, and to seek the face of God. Now, God is speaking in this particular verse, and we can see, we can infer that God is giving us the keys, the principles by which we can engage him, by which we can be blessed of him, by which we can receive from him, by which we can have a relationship with him. And God is saying that the condition is simple. Look at the previous verse, verse 13. The, the Bible says, even verse 12, he said, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. Then the verse 13, he said, If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, that, that is the precedence to the verse 14 that we read. God is saying that if I, in my all eternal authority and supreme power, shut up the heavens. My beloved, this day, as you are listening, sometimes you must appreciate that what we don't have in our lives can be as a result of the heavens that are shut up above us. But this afternoon we have gathered to pray that God in his mercy will open the heavens upon us. You can shout, open heavens. Oh, glory, glory, glory. 
but you can shout it, open heavens. Because God is saying that if I shut up the heavens and cease the rain from pouring down, you see, what has gone ahead of us, prophecy has gone ahead of us, that there is a famine, a pending severe famine that is coming to the world. And, and so even though we are battling with coronavirus, we must be preparing ourselves for a possible famine in the days to come. Why? Because the seasons and the climate is changing and, and our expectations and our anticipations for rain to come may not come as we do expect. And we must anticipate that anything can happen. But if anything happens and we lose rain, the supply of heaven, and we lack in the earth realm, we lack resources, we lack food, we lack nature, we, we lack fresh air, we lack things that do bless us, the things that nature can give. When we come to that point, you must understand that perhaps God has chosen to shut up the heavens. And he's saying in the verse 13, if I shut up the heavens, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, that is if a pestilence is coming to the land, sometimes God is involved because he's using it to test his people and he's using it to separate his people from the rest and he's using it that the world may see that he is God and that they will turn to him. Hallelujah. And so the word of God is bringing us to understand that sometimes God can shut up the heavens above you. And sometimes God can send the locusts against you. Or he said, if I send pestilence among my people, oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. If the rains have been shut up above you, if, if the locusts are attacking you, and if a pestilence is coming to you and your family, we want to stand in prayer today. Believe the word of God today that the heavens that are shut up will be open, that the locusts that are eating everything and destroying everything they will be pushed back and sent away. We want to believe God for this afternoon, for today, that, that if there is a pestilence in our lands, the Lord will, will seize that pestilence from ever destroying. Hallelujah. But He brings us to the verse 14 and He shows us how. The Lord is showing us how. How can we as his people withstand the pestilence, the locusts, and the heavens that are shut up? How can we turn the coin around? How can we turn the tables around? How can we turn things in our favor? How, how can we do it if we do not come to our God in humility? He said, if my people, which are called by my name, this act, we want to ask you, are you the people of God? Are you a son of God? Are you a daughter of God? Do you belong to God? Does God know you? Indeed, has he named you? And as he called you, he said, for if my people, not just my people, but those who are called by my name. Are you a Christian? Are you a believer? Do you name yourself as a Christian? Then the word of God is coming to you today. That the heavens can no longer be shut up above you. That the locusts cannot come and attack you anymore. That the pestilence in the land cannot attack Touch you cannot affect you and your family. Why? Because he's saying the prisoners is if my people, if my people who are called by my name, if you are the people of God, if you are the son of God, if you are the daughter of God, if, if God somehow has placed his name upon you, he said, if they are named by my name, if they are called Christians, if they are called the believers, then they cannot remain under shut up heaven. The heavens can no longer be shut up above you. We are talking about contending in prayer for my destiny. Contending in prayer for your destiny. Your destiny is not supposed to be under locked up heavens. You are supposed to be walking under open heavens. Your destiny is not supposed to be seeing the influence of locusts, the destruction of locusts, or the pestilence that destroys. But you are supposed to be under the hand of God that lifts one up and the soul. Ah, you are supposed to be under open heavens to see the blessings of God, but you may not be able, as we speak now, to measure yourself as one who is under open heavens. He said, You and I must come to Him in humility. 
So as we enter into prayer this afternoon, we want to encourage you that be humble before God. Do not consider yourself any better. Do not think that there is anything good in your life. Be humble and remain humble because in humility we receive the exaltation of God. But the Bible says God resists the proud, but He exalts, He lifts up the humble. As we enter into prayer, you must humble yourself. He said, if they will humble themselves and pray, you know, sometimes we talk a lot, we discuss a lot, we share our burdens a lot, we share our problems a lot, we, we announce our issues a lot, but not often do we find people who come before God in prayer. No matter what you are going through, my beloved. Ah, even if the, the, the earth has overturned against you, and if the clouds have turned against you, and if water has risen against you, and if air is fighting against you, even if your life has been messed up so much, you must come to a point where you run to God. For a Bible said there is no name given amongst men for salvation and redemption or deliverance except the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. At the mention of the name Jesus, the Bible said every knee bows and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. As we come to God in prayer today, we want you to understand that we need to come with a humble heart, a humble spirit, and we must indeed pray. What does it mean to pray? To pray is to engage God on the matter, to bring an issue before God, to speak as though you are speaking unto a king, knowing that you are speaking unto God Almighty. To pour your heart out like Hannah did in the temple courts, as she, she could not speak so much, but the Bible said she was sobbing. And, and, and when Eli saw Hannah, he thought that Hannah had taken wine in the morning. Oh, sometimes you need to come before God with your burdens, with your issues, because human beings cannot help you so much as God can. God can use human beings, but who is that man that God has not sent? He cannot help you. Who is that woman that God has not sent? He cannot help you. But you must come to God and pray. Say, if they will humble themselves and pray. And seek my face. Today, many are seeking material things. Many are going about seeking after money. Forgetting that the Bible has said that it is true that the root of all evil is money. If you seek after material things, they surely perish as you use them. But if you seek God, if you seek the face of God, if you have God, and so the Bible said that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. There are so much more that God is seeking to add unto you. But as you desire after material things, as you go after things that do not satisfy in your spirit, as you go after things that perish by using, God is surprised at you. God is surprised at you. You and I must come to God, pray, seeking His face. What do we find in the face of God? We find our destinies mirrored in the face of God. When we seek the face of God, we will see and understand it into our destiny. When we seek the face of God, we receive an understanding into the things that concern us. When we seek the face of God, we are brought into one standing with God. We, we appreciate the mind of God for us. And so as we contend in prayer for our destiny, we must understand, we must understand, we must understand that God wants us to seek Him and to find in His face what He desires for us. The next thing we can understand from this verse is that God wants us to turn. Somebody said turn. And what we mean by turn is a turn from their wicked ways. It means that we need a revival. We need some kind of change in our lives. We need things to turn around in our lives. Hallelujah. You need to turn around. 
He said, and I will forgive, I will hear from heaven and forgive them of their sins and heal their land. We can prophesy all we want. We can pray all we want. But if our faith in God does not bring us to a place of understanding, we need a change in ourselves. We need a revival in ourselves. We need a fire back again. We need God to touch us and heal us. Heal us of laziness. Heal us of spiritual leprosy. Heal us of spiritual blindness. Heal us of our pride. Heal us of our haughtiness. Heal us of our selfishness. We need God to heal us of, our, of every negativity in us. And if we can so come before God, then He will lift us up. Now we want to pray. So let us come to 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. 1 Chronicles chapter 4, the verse 10. Let us read the word of God. Oh, la kuba la kapa has to take him higher. I will pick it up from the verse 9 for you. And the Bible said, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called him his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. Verse 10. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thy hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, isn't it surprising how Jabez comes to God and in the very last verse in that verse, verse 10, the Bible says, And God granted him that which he requested. We are about to enter into prayer this afternoon, beloved. We are praying that our destiny, that, that which God has for four time prepared, will be released. We're going to pray. But before we go there, we are looking at Jabez. Jabez is a name that means sorrow. And, and as we read the Bible, the word of God makes us understand that because Jabez's mother went through pain, you know, when, when the place of birthing for her, that experience was full of pain. And because of that pain, the Bible says that Jabez's mother named him Jabez, which means sorrow. So that said, every name And So he was named Jabez, which is sorrow, because of the experience of pain the mother went through during childbirth. But the Bible says, in the, very, in the same verse 9, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. I'm speaking to somebody this afternoon. According to the design of God for your life, according to God's destiny for you, you are more honorable than your brethren. You are more honorable than your sisters. You are more honorable than your brothers. You are more honorable than your friends. You are more honorable than them you sat in class with. You are more honorable than them you began with. You are more honorable. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. Nonetheless, the mother named him Jabez, which is so. Sometimes it does not matter your destiny. Yeah, it does not matter the destiny with which you come into the earth. It matters the name that is named upon you. And that is why I've read in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14, God was emphatic to say that in my people who are called by my name, you must understand that God expects that a certain name will be named upon you. If the name you carry is not the name that is in the similitude of God upon your life, then you can have the impact of that name on your life. Some of us carry some names that have negative impacts. And we must understand that God desires that we walk upon under names. Names that do have positive impact. 
So you might have to pray God and ask him, is this name that is upon me really having a positive impact? Some names are too scary for a man to be named that name. Some names are too scary for a woman to bear that name. Some names are too something I can't say. But all I can say is that person was named Sorrow Arahua. But because the mother went through pain, that is why he has that name. It seems to be a good cause. That the circumstances around your person can influence the name. Because when you come to us in Ghana, according to the accounts, if you are born on Monday, we call you Pedro. If you are born, my God, man, then day you are born carries a certain name already. And, and, and believe me, the names we do bear have influences upon us. But we know from scripture that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And speaking to somebody who has a brighter destiny than others, but today, because of a certain name that is named upon you, because of a certain marriage you entered into, because of a certain covenant you entered into, because of a certain place you went to worship, because of a certain seed you went to sow, because of a certain friend you have, because of a certain family you were born into, your destiny has been covered, your destiny has been twisted, your destiny has been shattered. But we came to contend in prayer this afternoon. That destiny will change. That our destiny will turn. We are contending for our destiny. That which is before God. That which we are born with. That thing that our eyes have seen. That life of glory that we must experience. That life of blessing that we must be a part of. We are contending in prayer today. As we read the scripture, we understand that Jacob was more honorable. I speak to somebody today. And according to God's intent, you are more honorable. You can shout, I'm more honorable. I'm more honorable. I am more honorable. You can shout it in faith. I am more honorable. All over the world, wherever you are, you can hear us from this live podcast. We want you to shout, I am more honorable. More honorable. More honorable. Hallelujah. More honorable. Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. But we do not see that statement of more honorability that Jabez had influences his life as much as his name Jabez was. All the honor that Jabez had was still covered. All the honor Jabez had could not materialize. This afternoon we are speaking to a certain Jabez. We are speaking to a certain man, a certain woman, a certain boy, a certain girl. We are speaking to you this afternoon, wherever you are. And there is a certain name upon you. And that name seems to be having influence. Nonetheless, it may not be a name alone, but it may be a certain covenant that is speaking upon your life against your destiny. But we came to enter into prayer to contend for our destiny. Hallelujah. This afternoon, may some honor come upon somebody. May some more honor come upon somebody. May God restore that honor that he has for you. May God restore honor upon your life. I thought you shout amen. I thought you say amen. That God return my honor. God restore my honor. Even in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You can shout in faith. Restore my honor, O God. For Bible said that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, yet he was limited. Sometimes it does not matter how much glorious your destiny is, you can still be limited. Except God unveils that covering, or except God removes that shadow, except God removes that, that limitation from your life. And you might be experiencing a limitation in your life today as we speak to you. And we want you to believe the word of God as we speak to you today. As we enter into prayer in the next six minutes, we want to believe God that honor is being restored. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel. 
Sometimes when we need a change, when we need a shift, when we need a blessing, when we need an upliftment, or we need a breakthrough, an open door, we seek many other powers except the God of Israel. For the Bible said he's the God of Abraham, or oh, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. If we seek this God, we can be sure that He will hearken unto us. If we seek this God, we can be sure that we will have our destinies turned around. If we seek this God, we can be sure that we exchange in our things. The Bible said He sought God. He called on the God of Israel. And He said, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. You want to bring this up to the blessing of God. Bless me, O 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 God. Ah, for I need your blessing. I need a revelation. I need a revelation. I need a breakthrough. I need your touch, O God. Bless me, O God. You want to shout this afternoon? Bless me, O God. That thou wouldest bless me indeed. That if you bless me as my destiny dictates, if you bless me as my destiny dictates, if you bless me as the portrait before you dictates. Everybody say, if thou wouldest restore my glory, if thou wouldest restore my honor, if thou wouldest bless me indeed, I know I shall be blessed. For the blessing of the Lord makes man to be rich, and he has no sorrow. For the blessing of the Lord elevates one man and sets him above others. For the blessing of the Lord brings man and brings them into a place of superabundance. For the blessing of the Lord, even at home, the blessing of the Lord is increasing you. The blessing of the Lord is elevating you. The blessing of the Lord is expanding you. The blessing of the Lord is ensuring that you are elevated indeed. He said, that would have blessed me indeed. Indeed. It's been long since we heard of God blessing people. Oh, but with our eyes we must see in our days. Indeed, the blessing of the Lord that makes one rich. Has God blessed you? Has God blessed you? Has God blessed you? It will be tangible. For the blessing of the Lord is tangible. It is evident and we will see it in our lives. Hallelujah. Oh, the blessing of the Lord. Indeed, he makes us rich and he adds no sorrow. If thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my course, this afternoon we believe in God as we pray for enlargement of our territories, for enlargement of our course, that you will spread forth from coast to coast, that you will dominate from coast to coast. That your territory will increase, that you will expand your territory, that your turf will increase. So, so my God, my God, I want us to pray. So, let, let me finish up. He said again, reading there, what he said, enlarge my course, and that thy hand might be with me, that thy hand might be with me. There are many people who are blessed, but the hand of God is not with them. There are many people who are called, but the hand of God is not with them. There are many people who are excellent, but the hand of God is not with them. There are many whose career, their jobs are progressing, they are succeeding, but the hand of God is not with them. But Thomas knew that if the hand of God is with me, no matter how high I go, He will sustain me. He will cause me to be blessed thereon. We want to believe God today as we pray that the hand of God will remain with us. Hallelujah. He said, And thou wouldest keep me from evil. God is able to keep you from evil. 
He is able to protect you. The protection of God is sure. It's more sure than any talisman. The protection of God is sure. It's more sure than any voodoo, than any demonic incantation, than any occultic incantation. The protection of God, even that which is in the blood of Jesus. For the Bible said the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Adam. Hallelujah. We want to pray. We want to pray. Believe in God that the blood is speaking for you. And the black of Hallelujah. Let me finish the text. Then he said, If you keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me, that I will not be in pain again, that I will not be in sorrow again. Because my name is Jabez, which means sorrow, that I will not continue sorrowing, that I will not continue seeing pain in my life, that I will not continue seeing restrictions, that I will not continue to see limitations, but that I will be free indeed, and I will not be grieved anymore. So I will be you, oh, that God indeed will increase me and keep me from any kind of evil and sorrow. And God granted him all that he requested. That God will answer your prayer. It's not anybody who prays and God answers. You want to pray. You want to pray the Lord. Restore my honor, O God. Restore my honor according to my destiny, according to that image of me before you. Lord, restore my honor. Restore my glory. Restore me, O God. Relate your voice and pray this afternoon for God to restore you. Let there be a restitution. Let there be a restoration. For the Bible said in Joel 2 that all the years of that the new world, the permanent caterpillar, and the locals were must eat it, the Lord shall surely restore. I will pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let there be a restoration of God. Restore, 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 restore our honor, O God, restore our favor, O God, restore our blessing, O Lord, restore, restore to us, Lord. Release more honor, O God, release more honor, O God, release more honor, O God, upon your many. He will shut up by a manana. I am pushed at the manana. He can go for another. I am another. I am a city. Oh, by a In the name of Jesus, you want to pray. Bless me, O God. Bless me, O God. Bless me, O God. That I will bless me indeed. Bless me, O God. Ah, Makaya da Bahada Mani Bani Mahaya. Rika Kabahusha, Rika Paranamananaya. Bless me, O God. Masuka Barana Badana Liba. Rika Barabana Bakapaha. Raka Baya Babaya Bakapaha. Randa Baya Badana Bakapaha. Raka Baya Babaya Baba. Ayakanda Barana Baya. Raka Barana Baya Bakapaha. Raka Baya Bakapaha. Raka Baya Bakapaha. Raka Baya Bakapaha. That I will just bless your people of God and increase them alone. And I will just bless the people of God.
wherever we are, Lord, wherever we step, oh God, the other day the Bible said, the Lord told Abraham, wherever the sole of your feet shall tread, I, Lord, shall be unto you. And he repeated several times. And the Bible said, when he came to the time of Joshua, the Lord God repeated to Joshua. He said, as I told Moses, my servant, wherever the sole of your feet shall tread, there I, God Almighty, have given you. You are praying this afternoon. Whatever the soul of my peace of prayer, Lord, I take dominion. I take possession in the name of Jesus. I think the middle of all, whether to the north, whether to the south, whether to the east, or to the west. I think the middle of the heavens, I think the middle of the land, upon the sea, in the sea, another land, in the air. I think the middle of all, even in the name of Jesus.
Let your voice be loved. Let your voice be loved. I pray the Lord, pray the Lord, pray the Lord that God's ever presence will be with you. Sometimes people become huge, they become successful, their job seems to be doing well. All of a sudden, because of pride, they do not honor God and God begins to limit them. Sometimes people begin to experience the blessing of God and they forget about God and the hand of God leaves them. But you are praying, let your hand be with me. Whether so ever I go, no matter how great and how mighty, no matter how honorable the God, I need your hand to be with me. I need your hand to be with me. I will not forget my early beginnings of God. I will not forget how you raised me, how you lived me, how you blessed me. Glory, 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 glory. And so you are praying, let your hand be with me, O God.
God bless you for joining us today. Continuing in. We will come your way again. We will do our best to come your, uh, your way again. Every Thursday, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. We will come your way again. Every Thursday, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. The Lord keep you. May His face shine on you. May the Lord watch your going out and your coming in. May His blessings elevate you above limitations. May the hand of God keep you through all that you may go through. May the Lord Himself usher you into greatness, into your destiny. May the Lord bless you mightily with the blessings of oil, of wine, and of honey. May you taste of the sweetness, the influence of the Lord, and the grace of the Lord be upon you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Share the words of the grace with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Bye bye.